It's American Gladiators meets Tennis meets Ultimate Frisbee. We're talking about Windjammers 2. No, we're... Uh, what is it? Uh, no, Disc Jam. Yeah, we're talking about Disc Jam. Welcome to Breaking Board. <laughs> What is up, brah? Wow. Okay, you're really switching it up this week. When did you get a whole other octave on the voice? I gotta be, uh, I gotta, you know, I gotta. Literally increasing your range uh, week week by week. My beautiful voice. You know, Um, I I think it's it's like a Michael Jackson octave. Is that what you're trying to hit? Sorry, Anyways, I was, I was cooking fried uh, chicken yesterday, and we were listening to the Michael Jackson greatest hits. It was pretty amazing. So, oh really, dude? I mm-hmm. mean, do you remember um, what was what was the name of the movie that had the smooth, the full smooth criminal video in it? Do you remember the movie that he did a movie? Was there it was Moonwalker? A... Oh, I think I think that I think I think that what is, is that was a movie, right? That... Yeah, oh dude, I think I watched that thing a hundred times. That was like okay. when I was a kid. That was like the coolest thing, movie. Ever. I mean, I know Captain EO, the the Epcot like experience right the yeah 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 yes. the whole 3d thing for a while uh there was that you know uh he had various weird music videos that would premiere in prime time yeah by the way do you uh, remember i don't know why now i'm thinking of this do you remember the the arcade game the michael jackson arcade oh dude arcade? yeah I play, awesome. I, okay you're saying it's awesome i went back and i was at a, a place in chicago it was a game place where you like you know get beer and you can you know play arcade games beer arcade, basically. yeah beer arcade exactly and so yeah. there was one i went to and they had moonwalker and michael jackson's moonwalker i'm like oh my god i'm so fucking excited like i <laughs> i used to play this game like all the time and it's so amazing it's like the best arcade game ever and i started playing it and i'm like well this game's fucking weird um <laughs> <laughs> like you're rescuing children, you have monkeys, and yeah. it's like super pedo and weird. Like I, I, I couldn't even. And then you're like fighting robots, and it's all it. It's just an acid trip of of pedophilia and uh, monkeys. I don't know. I don't want to disrespect Michael Jackson. Because no, I, I don't want to disrespect him either because he's an amazing talent. However, the game is suspect, and, and all of the themes that are going on within the game is suspect as well. I, j- I just have to throw that out there. Um, I don't endorse any of that. Uh, and Michael Jackson's still amazing. I'm, I'm trying to look past all of the weird shit that he was into. So, Anyways. Um, we, have, we have gone hey, far off topic. Not a really, yeah. really far off topic. But that's okay. Yes, we, we, we did. We did. We, we went from how, do, how actually, how did we get there? Uh, I don't know. It's, a, it's, a, it's an excellent. Oh, hee hee! It all just came down to the the, yeah. the high octave hee hee, and you know the, you just go back to the root of it, and that's what it was. Yes, and now we are absolutely going to get back on track. And today we are talking about a very new game, Disc Jam, super for new, Four and Steam. Yes. What do you think of what? So, Dave, 
We, we this this game wasn't on my radar at all. Me um, neither. Uh, the first time I heard of it is you were saying, "Hey, the uh, PS Plus games that are going to be for where were you? We're in March, March are going to be Disc Jam and Tearaway Unfolded." And I'm like, "Oh, uh, Tearaway is an actual really good game. Like we could we could do a podcast on that." And you're like, "Well, I don't I don't think we need to do that. I mean, it's kind of a little bit older. I don't think we need to touch on it." But like, what about this game, Disc Jam? This seems kind of up our alley. And I'm like, I've never heard of this game before. Like, I, I don't know where this came from. Apparently, they've been beta testing for a while and all this other mm-hmm. stuff. But, but I hadn't, I, I hadn't heard anything. Um, then I started looking it up, and I'm like, hey, yeah, it seems seems interesting. Like, I, I, I don't really know what to make of it. It could be fun. Um, it seems kind of Rocket League-ish, uh, which obviously is up my alley. We, I'm kind of disappointed we haven't done a Rocket League episode, but. Um, but why uh, would you say Rocket. it's like Rocket League? I'm curious. Like, yes, I'm not. You're not the only person that said that. People make comparisons. They make the comparison because it's an adversarial one-on-one, two-on-two type game, where it's kind of just it, it's it's a sport that doesn't exist in real life. Yeah. Uh, but it's a sport that exists within a video game, and so because of that, uh, this kind of competitive nature. Um, I think I think that just. It, it, it invites those comparisons to Rocket League. Now the games are very, very different in how they play, but at the same time, like if you look at some of the interface, you can see they were kind of inspired by Rocket League, and you know it shows the characters up front. It's got the news and what's going on, and you're just like, okay, uh, I've I've played hundreds of hours of Rocket League, and I I can see what they're trying to do. And so a little bit framing up, like this game was created. It was just released March seventh. Uh, on PlayStation 4 and Steam by High Horse Entertainment, which is a company that was formed by two former employees of Treyarch Studios. Uh, their names are Jay Mattis and Timothy Rapp. And they worked on series such as Call of Duty and Guitar Hero uh, at Treyarch. And they did things like gameplay systems, graphic effects, and network play. Um, and so I guess they you know, quit their jobs and blundered off or maybe they lost their jobs i have no idea but but um, it sounds like from what we read too dave right like it's just them two right they don't yeah, have so just those two i'm sure two guys. i'm sure maybe they like i i know in industries such as that they might do some like contracting out yeah they but, i would think so for some stuff that they're not yeah, expertise like, like things like assets music. and yeah, yeah music and all that stuff i mean you could find some of that stuff like uh you know in in various like libraries and things like that like you know um but yeah it was just those two guys and they came it took them a year and a half and they built this game and um you can tell that you know they definitely know network code because the network code is pretty damn good in this game um yeah it is is pretty good yeah yeah yeah, i mean we'll we'll get into all that but yeah i mean uh for for two guys, it's quite an, quite an impressive endeavor. Uh, yeah, I'll just is. say that right Definitely out of the bat. Before um, and the the funny thing though about the game, and we'll and we should talk about this a, a little bit a little bit more, is that it feels like a spiritual successor to Windjammers, which was a popular you know action sports kind of arcade game, and I think it was in released in like ninety three or ninety four. Yeah, um, and you and I we're looking at some videos and we saw that like, you know, obviously it looks the, the, you know, Windjammer looks completely different because it's 2d because it's now, you know, 20 years old. Um, but the actual gameplay and like some of the movements and what, yeah, how you can, a lot of yeah, the mechanics are exactly the same. 
Yeah, it, it, it seemed you know, disc jammers or uh, disc jam. Disc jammers, yeah. Know, disc jam. Might as well just we, call it. We, we can call it disc jammers because you know they, they pretty much just like verbatim took the game. I think the only difference is in 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 wind jammers, you could uh, there was different point zones. So in the corners there were five points, and in the middle it was three. And whereas in disc jam uh, or disc jammers, uh, it's <laughs> This the, the 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 point system is a little bit different, but we'll get into that. Uh, I I think we're we're getting down the rabbit hole a little bit, but yeah, this is definitely like a, a spiritual successor of that game, which I didn't even know existed until I started doing a little bit more research and digging, and mm-hmm. people were making references to Windjammers, like the best game since Windjammers. So I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck is Windjammers? And I started looking. Yeah, up I don't think like, it ever came shit. out for console, did it? No, I don't, I don't think so. If it was anything, it was the Neo Geo console, but I I know oh. it was in arcades on Neo Geo. Um, wasn't the Neo Geo console? Weren't the games like four hundred? It wasn't like it was like three hundred dollars for a single cartridge or something. <laughs> Do you remember yeah, it was, this? It was something ridiculously expensive. Like I had a buddy uh, in grade school, and his dad had like a Neo Geo because I think he was in the game industry. Okay, and like uh, so, I go over to his place for his birthday or something. We were playing Neo Geo games, and they're like kind of blowing my mind at the time because they were they were so definitely hard. better. They were definitely like they looked better. I mean, I think that's why they're expensive. They were basically like arcade quality games right mm-hmm. no exactly they were arcade quality at the time and uh i think it was the same hardware that's in there that was in the arcade units that they had for neo geo and it was this kind of like super exclusive thing i think it was like yeah five or six hundred bucks for the console and the uh, games were super expensive as well so uh, i don't know too much beyond that but yeah uh, I, I got a more important question for you uh, why didn't you get a job in the gaming industry from your friend's dad? What is that guy up to now? I'd love to know. <laughs> Dude, that was, like a, that was like in grade school. Like I, I have no idea what he even did. Um, I think he went to high school with us too. But, oh, really? Yeah. Do, do you remember Apollo? Yeah, I remember Apollo. Wait, yeah, wasn't, yeah, it, yeah. wasn't it Apollo who also had an Atari Jaguar? Yeah, totally. Yeah, oh my God. Oh, we got to do a whole episode on Atari Jaguar, but let's. I don't let's, know anything uh, about Atari Jaguar. I mean, we we could do an episode on it, but I've never played it. Um, I'm pretty sure I I played it at his house. Um, but let's uh, we'll, we'll we'll save that for another time. We're gonna get wildly off topic again. What <laughs> we have, you know, I think we have to kind of get off topic, like full disclosure, just because like if we're going to get any kind of length out of it, like the game that we're gonna be talking about doesn't have a shit ton of depth. So you know, we're just gonna kind of shoot the shit, you know, in between, you know. In between, we'll talk about the topic of today's show, but mainly we'll just shoot the shit. Um, so the game, as you said, Dave, was inspired by Rocket League, but you know you're good at explaining um, gameplay systems. So tell us, kind of, what is Disc Jammers? What is Disc Jam kind of all about? What What is the gameplay like? So I'd say the game, like if you if you had to. Like regardless of of Windjammer, which you know I didn't even know, it, it's, it's essentially a game kind of like tennis or pong, but instead of paddles, you have people, um, and they can run all around the court, uh, and you have like different. So it's kind of like a catch and throw. So it's not like pong and the or or tennis in the fact of where you're just like have a paddle and you're hitting something, you catch it and then you kind of make a decision and throw. Right. Now there's like a little you get a little bit of leeway 
into you know how, how long you can throw you i think you have one second but if, if you do it faster you might have a little bit of a more powerful shot which gives you a little bit of an advantage and if you like keep up those timed shots over time like you get a kind of like a perfect shot and it like really speeds it up it's not quite a super but it's pretty pretty damn close to it and it makes it really difficult to uh to, to defend your shot um but overall uh, I mean, the game is just is essentially like Pong. Uh, if you get it past the other person, um, that or past your opponent, you get you get points. Um, so, like on a on an overview level, it's kind of kind of what it is. But there's a lot of like nuance to how the game is played, and you know your different shots. Like, tell us, like, what are the kind of different shots you can choose? Yeah, so there's a couple. There's kind of a um... The, you know, a straight shot, which is just, um, oh man, I don't even know what I was getting into. Um, are you, are you brain farting already? I am brain farting already. Fantastic. So basically what I was going to say is, um, there's a couple of different, um, buttons that you utilize for the game. So the first is you, your X button is kind of your standard shot. So you can do a straight shot or you can choose a direction with the analog stick. Um, another thing that you can do that's actually very cool, which I find is, does it, it is, is hard to do and maybe I'm sure that's intentional is kind of curved shot so at let's say you you know you're pressing right on the stick and you press the X button if you quickly kind of flick the risk uh, uh, the risk god damn it I always do that <laughs> flick the stick to the to the opposite side you can kind of curve the shot right and uh, but I find that it's like fairly difficult to do and it doesn't feel like I, I feel like I don't have it down pat and I'm not sure whether that's because like I suck, or yeah, it's, it's pretty just... much it's pretty much because you suck because you know I'm I'm doing those curve shots on you all day, and, all day. And, and, and by and, the way, we just played. Uh, we should have mentioned that we just played about half an hour of the game uh, just now to just kind of get you know even just, though we just to get the mood, just, just to get, get the, the feel of it, and uh, yeah, yeah it's really really rocking your ass. It really felt. Really I know. Fun. I was I was so I was so cocky when we started playing. I was like, You're dude, like, dude, I'm gonna, I am totally gonna, gonna kick, kick your ass. And you know, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna. I really took exception to that. Like, where does he come off right now saying that he's just going to kick my ass? I don't think there's anything in, in, in like, the recent history that, that would prove that you were just absolutely going to annihilate me. I don't know. I've, like, you I've, know I've what? I'm taking this really as a challenge. Well. I was yeah. playing. I've played some online games, and I was playing quite well, and I played a bunch of different folks, and I was like, okay, I got this. And then I I did the first the first uh, match the first set first, I first rocked set match yeah yeah you did uh, and then you and then rock. you rocked me and then I never I think I won our the last game but we played like a good you, you set you did win the last game and that's how we stopped because I don't think if you if you didn't win that last game I don't think that we would have stopped playing I think yeah. we would have kept playing because you had been like nope one more. No, it, it's it no, is one of those one games, more. right, where you can finish the match. I would what in say like five to ten minutes, right? And so like it's yeah. pretty quick, and then you can just kind of keep going. And it's right. and what I like about the game, right? We just met, I just mentioned a couple of different shots. Um, it's very very easy to get into, um, but difficult to master, right? The movement's very yeah. simple. You have a, a standard throw, a lob. Um, you can slide, and that's and then there's also you know special curve shot buttons as well. Um, but that's basically it. It's really easy to get into. I think that's why it has a bit of the Rocket League effect as well, right? Because you right, it's e- League, it's easy like- to play, difficult to master. Like I, I put Rocket Rocket League in like any Rocket <laughs> Rocket League Rocket League. Uh, put it in any beginner's hand, and they love it. it. It's easy to play. It's easy to get into. Now, if you start really rocking them, they might get discouraged and stop playing. But 
they'll enjoy playing to begin with. Like I've had people over for a party and you know, the whole, like the party wasn't about playing the game. The game was just on. Right. And, and even like the girls at the party decided like eventually they were the ones playing and I'm like, Oh shit, this game has like super mass appeal. Well, Um, I think it's because it's like, like it's essentially a take on rocket league, right? Is a take on soccer and soccer really is like, it's the world sport, right? In the amongst globally, yeah, but uh, even a lot of people I know don't play soccer. But I or, don't play. Or, I don't play soccer, soccer either. But you know it, dude, right? And this is this is what where I think the reason that Rocket League is successful, that I think Disc Jam is going to be successful, and I hope we see more games like in this genre is like this kind of different take on a traditional sport. True. And it's like an action based sports game, right? We used to have mm-hmm. those back in the day, even in our one of those episodes. Or we were talking about, um, I guess it's a little different. What was the what was the football game you were talking about that was like in the future? The football game in the future, yeah, or the basketball, basketball game? Was it basketball? Bill Lambeer's basketball oh, combat. So nobody will know what we're talking about because this is actually an episode we recorded that we never released. Yeah, and why um, didn't we release it, Dave? We released it because we had on a guest, and our our, our guest closed our recording before it was done saving (laughs) and so we didn't even have his audio um so we had to like dump the entire episode and you know in general it was a nice talk but we had this whole thing about bill lambeer's combat basketball and i and i kind of only because of that segment do i kind of wish that that episode would have gone live um that, that game is fucking ridiculous but that's the thing there were these like these like different takes on sports games that like right. you don't see it wasn't just one on sports it wasn't like just like nba live or you know uh, madden nfl you know it wasn't just these true true to life games or even like nba jam is still based on basketball you don't have like uh games anymore that are just kind of these ridiculous uh, non existent. Yeah, like, remember, wasn't there like a mutant alien football league too yeah, or mutant, something like mutant, that? Mutant league football. There's, uh, shit. Uh, There's a lot. There were a lot of them. There, there, there was a ton of them back then, and 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 a lot of them were good. Or, yeah, they were or ooh, ooh, like on the Nintendo, there was a uh, Base Wars. I, I fucking love that game. I, was, I have no idea what that is. Base Wars was amazing. So it was baseball, but with robots and. So if you got like caught between first and second base, instead of being out, like your robots would actually do battle, and so oh, you have like different, love, at different game. robot I think I types. This game. Yeah, that game is. Oh, it's made dope by Ultra Game. I yeah. loved Ultra Games. Yeah, that game is amazing. We could totally use like an update to that game because that game was fantastic. And, oh man. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it, it was, was funny. Like, I just I just searched it, and there's an article on Destructoy that says I would love to see Platinum Games take on Base Wars. Mm. That'd be pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. They would do a fantastic job. But but uh, anyway, so I think that I, I like you know that's what I liked about Rocket League. It's what I like about this game, right? It's like a different take on a ping pong or a tennis. Um, and it feel it feels kind of futuristic, and it feels like an, it's an action based sports games, and so right. I th- or sport action based sports game, and so I think that um, you know that's some that's part of the reason why it's easy to get into, it's accessible, everybody knows the general premise of a pong or a tennis type game, right? Right, um, and so it's it's very easy to get into. Though I think one of the things that um, I actually one of the things I find really interesting is how the point system works. Right. The, the, 
it was kind of interesting. It, it's not a set point system. Um, so like for uh, an ace, which so as you start the game, the, the, the disc is served to one person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they can kind of just throw how they want to. Now, if you if you score on that first initial throw, uh, you get 10 points. And then if the other person returns it, uh, then it could potentially be six. So it kind of resets. It starts at five unless you score on that first one, then it's 10. Otherwise, yeah. then it starts incrementing by one every time that you throw back and forth. So say I throw to you. Uh, then it's worth six. Then you throw back. I catch it. Now my next throw is going to be worth seven, and it can just keep going and going and going. So you could potentially. Yeah, I don't. I don't like, think there's a cap, or if there is, we've. So. I've, I've never had, had it. I've had like a thirty-five point uh, rally before. So which, which is really this is a really really good idea that now that I think about it more. Right, it's like you know it and a, a volley that takes a very long time already gets intense as is. And now you've taken the default, like, you know, like, as you said, the first score of six and it's, it increases considerably, right? So if you have one crazy volley and you, you know, you've thrown, you know, 20 shots back and forth and now it's worth 26, right? It makes the stakes yeah. that much higher. And so this is actually kind of genius. And I think it makes like, when we get some intense volleys and one of us fucks up or one, yeah, other, the, the, we the, like the tension just ram ratchets up over yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Oh my I, god, I cannot fuck up because this is this is incrementally getting worth so much so many more points. Yeah, totally. And I, I really yeah, so I really like this. I think this was a really cool addition to the game. Um and it makes it, you know, very unique. I'm actually surprised no one's done it before. Um What else should we cover about kind of the general kind of gameplay and mechanics? Hmm. You know, <laughs> It's it's odd because you asked that question and and I'm trying to like think of of something that I could kind of go beyond and and it's like that's kind of like face value of what this game is. I mean, it's it it doesn't go into much more depth than that. And you know, there there's various other things we can talk about, but in terms of gameplay mechanics, that's kind of like what it is. I mean, we didn't really talk about like the power shot like so if you or or even the block or the lob so you have you have different shot types i mean you talked about the straight shot you talked about the curve shot um and then there's like the 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 shot that you can take that kind of like powers up a little bit you know if your timing is right we talked about that but then there's the lob and at first i hated the lob because you were getting me you were because you were getting me all the time with that damn thing like you started (laughs) like the the disc would just get delivered to you at the beginning and then you would just lob it immediately like at the net at the front, yeah, near at the, the net. At the front, like, I guess it's a net. It's not really a net, but I'll, I'll call it the net because it's kind of like in tennis. Um, and you would do that, and I, I didn't really know how to get there fast enough, and so it would just drop, and I would lose points, or you'd get points. Um, and it was so annoying, but I, I, I've learned to uh, look out for it now. So it's just about kind of like getting used to those mechanics, and so the lob is just a way of like keeping the other player honest. You know, if they're you know at the at the bottom right corner and you can just like lob it to the top right corner of their area uh this can be really hard really difficult for them to get over there and so uh you, you can just kind of like play you know the placement to your advantage and that way it's kind of like tennis so, i mean that, that's what tennis is all about is positioning uh positioning and timing um so uh aside from that there's the power shot but i find that the power power shot like the the super shot that you get uh, is kind of difficult to pull off. 
Like, no, it's yeah, it's very difficult to actually acquire, right, or be able to, yeah. to to do one of those kind of. You you mean the kind of the super shot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the the way that it works is if you are, um, I think there's like two main ways to get it. The first is like let's say you you uh, throw a shot to me and I'm in the space where the shot where your where the disc is going to land for a set amount of time without moving, then I'll automatically charge my shot. Right. But uh, as you said, positioning is so important. You know, you're. I'm throwing the disc at a place that I think you won't be able to get to, much like you know, hitting a ball to to your opponent in tennis. Um, and so it's very rare to just be like in the right place at the right time without moving. Like you're never not moving on on this on this court, essentially, right? Right. Um, so it's very rare that you're going to be standing in the exact right spot. Now, the other way that you can do it is, um, as you as you did, did we talk? We, I think you mentioned the shield, but we didn't go too much into it, right? Right. So the shield essentially um, a lot. You, if you press and hold um, X, you kind of, um, you know, it's so funny. I want to say instantiate. <laughs> I don't know why I want to say <laughs> you instantiate a shield. There's my there's my C well, sharp. I mean, program. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's true. You are instantiating a shield. Like if you want to get into like. That yeah, but just who, who's who's that word? Well, like? it's like it's like in this game when they're like when it's looking for a match, it's like executing ma- matchmaking query. You're like, yeah. can't you use just kind of like more natural language? Yeah. Like I understand searching for game, <laughs> like searching for game, not executing matchmaking qu- matchmaking query. Like yes. nobody talks like that. Very, I, 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 very I, I work around a lot of programmers and they talk like that, and it's just it's off putting. It's like okay, yeah, no wonder. You're yeah, you're, the the game you're does that awkward. The game does that a little bit, but you know, what do you, I mean, you had two kind of former employees that I think from what I understood were both kind of engineers and gameplay designers. So it is what it is. And here I am, uh, saying instantiate. Um, so essentially you're able to create a shield, um, um, on, on right, right on, on your character. And then you can use that to kind of, you know, ping the ball. So you could be like at the net, um, I'll pop open the shield and you'll just kind of bounce right. bounce the disc on back on over and it's gonna be hard to get. And so which is a which is a good strategy, but when you when you actually um pull the shield out, your movement speed is restricted, you know, right. down to like five, ten percent. Um so you have to make sure you're in the right location. Right. But one thing that you can do, which is cool, is that you can essentially um create and generate the shield and um if you have a kind of a fully charged shield and the opponent's disc hits you, it'll pop straight up into the air, and then you can charge your super shot. Um, so it's right. basically guaranteed. But again, that happens so infrequently that it's like yeah, I, I find we it, rarely I find ever it really hard to do because you can't. It's really difficult to uh, figure out where that shot is going to go and to be able to. I mean, you have to make like a guess, long enough in order to get that. Like, how are you going to calculate that? Because you almost have to do it before they even throw the, the disc. And so it's, it's almost like luck or by random that that's actually, yeah, I think it's completely, it's completely random. Um, and, and yeah, there's a lot of, there can be a lot of luck involved or like if your opponent, you know, messes up, which we do our timing and we send like a really slow shot to you. I try to send a really slow, slow shot to you. Maybe then you can charge it. Right. I just think, I I just think like, I I like the concept. I'm sure it's very intentional that it doesn't happen often because it's super powerful. The disc like flies in circles or different kind of patterns. You actually have three different ones. But it's very powerful. So I know, but, but it just, it feels like it's just like, it's so rare that it just seems like unattainable and you you're never actually going for it, you know? Yeah, it it almost seems like the risk is too great to go for it. I feel. Yes. 
Yes, exactly. So, so I don't really go for it. Like I want to. Like I so badly want to. And like each time I do, um, the disc goes flying right by me, and then I can't do anything about it. So yeah, and then at that point, especially if you've had like a pretty long volley, right? Then you may have you know just given your opponent 15 20 who you know even more points so yeah it, de- right. it rarely feels like it's worth doing right. um it, it, and, and it almost... speaking of that oh go ahead go ahead no no no, no, no. I'm, I'm good I, I was just gonna rehash <laughs> something you know we don't need to rehash anything keep going keep it moving so, forward so, keep this truck going so, let's keep this going um that is kind of a minor uh you know thing that irritated me um so let's get into the oh my cod section, oh which are my cod, are basically my gripes, and you you have some gripes too. Yeah, no, so see, actually, you know see, see I've, I've changed it. I've changed it from your gripes to our gripes. Uh, it's our, our gripes. So why don't you, you get might, started? You with might your you might have the most gripes uh, overall. Uh, very critical. Too critical. You're, you're incredibly critical to almost an extreme degree, and you might become less critical as you kind of like get more into game development because you know what it takes oh, to do some of these. things. I already have. So, I, yeah. I, as I say these things, it's like building games is super fucking hard. So and this we might still be. Have to do that. So, so we might have like at some point Amol's apologist segment, like where you apologize to, um, to every single develop, game developer and publisher that I've like right. talked shit about because I've been annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think we might get there because I'm, I'm struggling to build like a you know an, an asteroids game in Unity and C Sharp, and it just makes me realize that you know creating a game Dang. like Rocket League or a game like, like Disc Jam was probably really fucking complicated for two people. So that's an impressive achievement. Oh, absolutely. But at the end of the day, this is sold to people for money, and they have to buy it. And so we have to evaluate it just like any other thing that we purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, now, granted, we didn't purchase this. Um, I mean, you could say well, that. we kind we, of we, did, we, right? we got it through PS Plus, right? We pay for that on a monthly basis. Um, but really, this game is for sale. I mean, it's on Steam as well, and it's on PS4. It's going to be on sale once... Uh, the whole, you know, the the plus month is over, uh, and so you know what they're asking for your money, and so you should be able to evaluate it like anything else. And I think, um, I think for the value, it's 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 a good game. It's it's solid game. I think it's only like fifteen dollars. Like when when the actual thing is over, uh, right now you can find it for like I think ten forty nine on Steam. Um, so hey. You know, if you're interested in the game, might might as well uh, jump on it now while while the getting's good. Um, yes, it's definitely a great game, especially like one of the best. Well, I'd, 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 I'd hesitate to call it great. It's a it's a good game. Um, I, think I, I think it's a really fun game. Whether it's, it's fun. like a, it's fun, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun game. I don't know if it'll have the longevity. Yeah, um, I don't it, know if it, it will either. It, it might. We don't know. So I would I would reserve calling it great. I'm going to call it a good game. Uh, potentially a very good game. Uh, I think with some like balancing tweaks and things like that, I think it could be great. Um, so let's we'll talk see. about you know since we're in the oh my cod section. Um, yeah, or yeah sec- we kind of we kind of got off about oh my cod. So oh my cod uh, is all about our gripes. And one thing uh, the the first thing I notice when I play the game is that the controls can be a little bit difficult. Um, and, and it's not that it's a complex game. It, it's the problem of that buttons have like multiple functions, uh, yes. based on what's happening. So whether you're on offense or whether you're on defense, X has a different function. So while on offense, X is for throwing the disc on defense, it's for putting up your shield. So what you could possibly do is be like, okay, well, I'm going to throw the disc here 
and you press X and instead of, you know, wind, like what I want to do is like wind up my shot a little bit. I guess I'm used to like something like a virtual tennis where you would kind of like power up your shot. Like once you get yeah. in place, like you can't do that here. If you do, you're going to put up your shield and you're going to like pop up the disc and you might like completely fuck up your entire thing and lose the points. So um, it, it's, it doesn't, once you get used to it, it's not as big of a deal, but I almost wish that like they almost had different functions as buttons. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they could right? too. Like now that I think about it, I, I'm sure that was also an intentional design design decision um, because I mean, triangle and circle. And now I think about, it, do they even do anything? Um, I don't think they do. Circle does. What does circle, circle do? Cir- cir- does circle it? is pass in two on two. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It's pass in two on two. Yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think triangle. I don't think triangle does anything, and I don't know about the shoulder buttons either. Like, I, like no, the shoulders also do curves. L two and R two. No, 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 that's L two R two. What about L one R one? Yeah, they they don't do. That's right. I don't think they do anything. That, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, I, I I feel I feel you on this one. I kind of agree. And, and maybe uh, they didn't want to like have the complexity of like include too many buttons, but at the same time it. It causes a little bit of error uh, that, sorry, uh, that I didn't want, and so it made it a little bit more difficult than it needed to be. I feel. Yeah, it's interesting. I be, I wonder if they uh, attempted to try this, you know, using different buttons altogether, and you know, maybe it did make it more complicated or complex for the uh, average user. But I mean, this one's like a, I I think it's also like a risk reward thing at the same time, right? Because you're trying to time your shot perfectly right if i if as you said kind of in terms of speed right if i uh am receiving a disc from you and i press x at the right time i will get a kind of a a more powerful shot right where the Mm -hmm. the uh, trail behind the disc goes purple i think um and so because i'm going for that i might hit the uh, you know i might hit x early and my shield comes up so i think that that's okay um, I get why it's kind of annoying, but I think over time, as you said, like it starts to just kind of make sense and fit. Um, yeah, you, so you I, I, I don't mind that I still, as much. I still feel like the shield probably could have been mapped to like R one, you know, and and that would that probably would have been fine, and it wouldn't have interrupted with anything else that I'm trying to do. Um, that's true. That's that's actually a really good point. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, you're you're totally yeah. right. They could have moved, or, the shield or maybe R1. even like lob could have been like L one. Like do L one lob and R one shield, you know. So you kind of like keep different buttons for different functions, rather than like yeah, because it'll, it'll often happen. You slide because you use square. Yeah, that's for what slide. I was just gonna say. Same problem with sliding and lobbing of the same. And then button, so right? I'll slide, and then I'll accidentally lob the shot, even though I didn't mean to, because it's mapped to the same button. So you know, because sometimes you just you're, you're in an intense situation, and you're just jamming on that button, trying to trying to get to the disc. Jamming so, on that button, jamming, just jamming it. <laughs> um, see, I, I agree with you, with you there. I'd I'd be interested in in yeah, what it would play like if they were on different buttons, but uh, or if if those kind of functions were mapped to different buttons. But I, I yeah, I wonder what kind of difference it would make. Um. A couple of my other gripes with the game are just kind of around what it looks like. Um, it's not the prettiest game in the world. Uh, it's very simple. It's by no means bad. <clears throat> it's not bad. It just looks very average and kind of generic. It's a little generic. There's a lot of generic going on. Yeah. And the main character, Gator, I mean, are you serious? Now, you're calling him the main character, but you only call him the main <laughs> character because it was the one you started with. 
Okay, however, that's what I mean. There's only four how, characters. How, however, for me, it was the big beefy dude. I don't know what his name oh, is. Oh, so it's probably random, right? right? So it, it might have been random. Uh, uh, yeah, starting, you're saying the main character, and you, he's not main. How would you... Okay, so, so Gator is one of the characters. How would you describe um, Gator visually to one of our listeners who... Um, hasn't seen or played the game yet. Uh, are you up for? The, are you up to the uh, challenge, babe? I don't know if I am, so I'm asking you to okay. do it. <laughs> so he, he's he looks like a pedophile with a porno stash, um, that is on a diet of. Uh, he has like a handlebar mustache, a backwards hat, and cre- he just looks like a creep. He just looks creep. yeah. He, he's a creep douche. I don't know what else to say beyond that, and and he looks like he's going to lure kids into his van with candy. <laughs> um, that that's what I have to say about it. That I think that's the type of personality he's going to have. You know, he's going to throw some discs around right now, and he's going to, you know, then, you know, maybe throw some candy in his van and and, <laughs> and hit the town and and just see what he can get. Um, he's that type of guy. So. And. What what do you think they were going for? Like, did they know that they they? Uh, my sense is that I don't think that they were you know creating this character Gator, and they thought, wow, this is going to be you know he's going to be the star. He's going to look he's going to look amazing. I think that it was almost like satirical, or almost to a sense, right? They had yeah, to know. I'm not, how yeah, I'm not exactly what what they were going for. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking at him right now, and oh my, I, I, I just man, and and I, and I can't fathom like what what they were what what was on their mind like i'd love to talk to developers or you know whoever whoever designed this character maybe they contracted out i have no idea um but i i yeah it's kind of baffling um i I think it's overall a little bit of a problem with this game is that there's only four characters um and they kind of lack any kind of real personality whatsoever or any they're, kind of, they're very, kind of very generic, right? They, they're, they're very like, generic. There's no, there's no real art direction. You look at something like the game Overwatch, right? And each of the characters have like an insane amount of detail gone into their art direction. It gives them like so much personality, um, and you can tell like who they are out of the gate. And I wouldn't hold this game up to that standard because that's a ridiculous standard to hold up to, <laughs> uh, being all Blizzard games. But at the same time. Um, they're trying to create these different like personality types, and I don't know where they're going with them. Um, I imagine they're going to create other characters uh, as time goes on, as long as the game is successful. Um, but I can't like necessarily get excited about what they're going to create based on what they have here. I mean, really, once you're in the game, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter what it the characters look like. Matter. I don't really care. But what they have is just kind of puzzling like one one character is just a big beefy black dude um like he looks like a gladiator basically right like an american gladiator yeah but he's like too ridiculously beefy like he could be in gears of war like he'd be yeah yeah yeah. uh he's that beefy and then there's like a a ninja like she's actually literally dressed like a ninja i don't i don't really understand that he reminds Um, me of taki from taki from soul caliber yeah taki was awesome taki was the shit taki was my shit man Love that, love that character. Yeah, Taki, um, Soul Caliber, and then what's the other? The other thing, there's another, there's another girl who's just kind of, I don't even know how to describe her. She's like she, generic she's like girl this, with short she's hair. She's like the most generic of them all. She's like generic blonde girl that throws curves. I, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, 
there's really not much about her. I, I don't know her name. Uh, it does. It's not worth my time to learn her name. Um, she plays fine, and that's okay. It's just overall, I am like, I wonder if they would have been better served like making these people like robots or like uh, having like a character. And I know it was a small team, but having like a, a create a character type of mode, right? And like, um, and maybe they will, right? I think they're they're planning. Yeah, and and, and, and I think time. they should. And so yeah. you can like pick one of these types, like pick the person that throws curves, or pick the all average person, or the the beefy type. Mm-hmm. Um, they really run slow, but they they throw hard. Um, you know, and and. and you could you could just kind of create your character based on that, and you could make it look like yourself. And I, I think that would probably better serve this game than whatever they're trying to do with these kind of like generic personalities. So it's not a big thing, but like it, it's a big part of your game when you have you know no, especially right the noids, right? Yeah, and and the character like when you load up the game, right? You just and, and actually when you're in the kind of the menus of the game, uh, you kind of just see your character front and center, right? And right, the these people are representing your game. In, yeah. in, like in Rocket League, uh, you know, you have a car. And so like, the car is very impersonal, but you can, like, kind of customize the car the way you want it. And, and you can, like, look at it and be like, oh, that's that, that's my car. It's nice. Um, these aren't my – even if I customize them and put different costumes on, I don't feel these are my characters. Uh, they're, they're not mine. I didn't create them. I didn't do anything with them. They weren't really my selection. They're just mm-hmm. kind of like I can kind of customize them, but not really – um, it's not any kind of customization that, that I would necessarily put on these. The, the, this just feels like a bunch of presets that I can select for them, you know? Yeah, and I, I think um, <clears throat> I think that if there's, like, one thing that'll keep... I mean, there's there's potential reasons that this game might not do well, but I just think that, like, you, it's just, as you said, it's so generic-looking. None of the characters are interesting or unique in any way. Um, and I, I, you know, I, I wish, I hope that this is a place that they, they try to improve, um, because it is, it was a little off putting, right? You get like, you know, at least for me, right. When I logged into the game for the first time and I had Gator as my character, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? This game, what is, <laughs> what is this character? Why do I have a handlebar mustache? Um, yeah, first of all, you were talking about, it. I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about because I had the beefy dude. And I'm like, who is this creepy guy you're talking about? And then I looked in the character select, and I'm like, oh my, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah I see exactly what you're talking about. This is terrible. Uh, I like the character, I like how they play, but at the same time, <laughs> it's it's off putting. I, I don't yes, like it. He's a, he's a creepo pedo. I don't like. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want it. The, and and then speaking, you kind of mentioned the customization. I think the customization right now is is lacking. Um, that's not to say that Rocket League had the best customization from the very beginning, but I think they did no, a fairly but it, good but it was, job. But it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Like, there was fun thing, like, you know, the, the trails from your vehicle, stickers, emblems, different materials. Um, and for, for, for this game, you have different, I think you have emblems as well. Um, I, I unlocked a new emblem, but I don't, I don't even know where it is on my character. You can mm-hmm. unlock different discs, um, and different kind of colored costumes, but it, it just feels fairly small and uninteresting to me. Um, yeah, I don't feel that is a compelling reason to keep playing. Like, if I'm going to keep playing, it's because it's fun. Uh, it's not because I want to, like, get more stuff for this. Like, if I get a new costume for Gator, uh, that's not going to keep me going at all. 
Yeah, and, uh, but you could say the same potentially for Rocket League as well, right? Like you're playing Rocket League because ultimately the game is really good. The customization yep. is just like a nice added bonus, right? It is, um, and it's a nice one. Uh, and they did the whole thing with like monetization of opening up crates and things like that. Like I did not get involved in that. For everybody who does want to get involved in that, cool. Does, um, but does, I play the game for, the, for the competitive nature. Yeah, they have crates. Yeah, so that's one of the things I remember unlocking a lot of stuff in Rocket League just by playing the game. I don't, I don't remember. Um, yeah, back in the day, you would just get stuff. Yeah, yeah, I just have to get stuff right? Uh, yep. right after matches. But then now they've kind of like introduced all these crates and rare crates and all the stuff, and you have to like buy keys to unlock crates, and um, it's a crazy system. And I, I'm, I'm not really involved in it because I don't want to pay for keys to get crates, like. Right. It doesn't. It doesn't change my gameplay experience, so I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't necessarily want to invest in it. Uh, I want to invest in the game, and I bought like the first six kind of like expansions, like a, like additional cars and things, just because I wanted to support the company. But at a certain point, I'm like, you know what? I've supported them. Uh, they're doing just fine. Yeah. Uh, so clearly. I'll, I'll, clearly. So I, I don't. I don't feel that compelled to kind of give back to the developer anymore. And this game, I don't know if I'm going to feel that compelled to do that either. Um, I, I think at a certain point, I might. Uh, if they refine some things, just keep building the game as a platform. Um, I think it could really be something great. Uh, but right now, I think it's just kind of... It's a solid game, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy playing it, but I don't see it lasting that long. Yeah, there's something interesting. You were mentioning this as we were playing the game um, a couple of days ago. Um, but... One of the things, right, uh, and, and, I, and I'm going to try to explain this, and then I'm going to need you to jump in and explain this um, in, a, in, a, in a much better way, which I know you can, which you can do. Um, <laughs> but one of the things about Rocket League that's really interesting that I think you mentioned um, is are that there's really no pre-canned animations in, in the way that the ball reacts or moves, right? It's completely physics-based, um, and I think that allows for... You know, because it's soccer, because it's hitting a ball back and forth, it allows for you know very simple controls and simple gameplay. But it can get extremely in depth, and no two games kind of ever really feel the same because it's so dynamic, right? With what's right, how you're going to hit exactly hit the ball, how the physics are going to work, which which you can say the same of you know a real life game of soccer. Right. In Disc Jam, it feels like some of the um you know, the 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 way that the disc when you throw the disc, the movement of the disc is kind of just like. It's not. It doesn't feel like you're fully in control sometimes, and you just kind of throw it, and it just goes down a particular route. And so, that's part of the reason why I don't think this game's going to have that longevity. I'm, there's nothing necessarily wrong inherently with this kind of system, but I think you know because Rocket League is so much more dynamic because of its systems. Um, you know, it's this is why this game is not. I don't think is going to be the next Rocket League. Right. That's, that's what the comparisons have been, and I. You know, I I I feel pretty strongly that unless some major changes are made, which I doubt they're going to make to like the inherent gameplay and the physics and the systems and stuff, it's not going to have that longevity to be a Rocket League to have that much depth. Yeah, I I agree. I I don't think this game is going to have the legs that you know Rocket League has, and I, and I, and I think I, t- I talked to you about this about what makes Rocket League special. Um, is the fact that you know in in certain games, like say you have sports games, right, and and you have the pass button or you have the throw button in rocket league there is no throw button or or pass button if you're going to pass like you better have the skill 
to maneuver yourself in the place where you can actually pass the ball and and use utilize the physics to your advantage to do yep. that. There's there's no pass button. Um, and, and that's just interesting. Now that you you mentioned that, right? It, that even then makes it emulate the actual playing the actual sport. Correct. More, right? it's, it, it's it's like it, it's a it's a more pure version of a sport. So it, what, what's weird is that because. <laughs> You know, even though Rocket League is not like a one-to-one representation of soccer, I think it is more pure video game representation of soccer than other oh, yeah. soccer that's, games that's like FIFA. Agree. And the re- and the reason why is because it's purely skill-based. It's it's purely uh, there. There's no pre-canned things going on. It's all about your your positioning. It's all about you know how you how you hit and and there's you know, there, there's no hit button. You just have to run into the ball. So you have to position yourself in a way that you can hit it and shoot it. Um, and that that's one thing I find so fascinating about that game is, is that, you know, there's, there's nothing set in stone. It, the game is what you make of it. And so a game like this is never going to have the depth that Rocket League is going to have because you have these various... Uh, moves you can do it's it's still a good game uh, it still very much is but it, it doesn't quite have that same appeal to me um, like if it was between this game and Rocket League I'm gonna pick Rocket League every single time well yeah and uh, and yeah I, t- I totally agree with you um yeah I, and and that's the thing is a lot of the you know the community has been pretty vocal about the game and uh, a lot of people are enjoying this game and they should uh, rightfully so uh, but i yeah i just you know there's been tons and tons of comparisons to rocket league i think for a bunch a couple of different reasons the fact that it's also kind of an action sports game um it is skill based right to maybe not as much as rocket league but it is skill based mm-hmm. um sure. it's fair it can be fairly competitive but I, I i just because of kind of the reasons that we described i don't think this game you know i don't think we're going to be playing this game in in six to twelve months um, unless you know, but who knows what the developers have in store? Perhaps they want to make some major changes. To- I'm, I, I'm not against this game. I'm totally open to it. I'm totally open to playing it a year from now. Um, but as as of right now, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy it for what it is. As long as you know the community keeps going a little bit, you know, until you know you and I get kind of bored of it, because um, you stop. You you don't even play Rocket League anymore. Um, so. <laughs> I play for like I play like once in a blue moon. In fact, even though I don't play it that much anymore, I have a folder on my PS4 called the best, where I have like the best games, and Rocket League is in that folder. So that should let you know um, how how oh, how yeah. highly I, mean, I respect the game and how good I think it is. It's a fantastic game, game, even even if you don't play it often. It's just it's such a well done game that you can't possibly you know hate it. Um, I mean, I guess you could. I, I don't know why you would, though. Um, but I know you. Do, I know you do appreciate the game, and while I appreciate that, I kind of wish you would play it more often because we could totally play that game. Because I, I am up for playing Rocket League at any time. That's interesting too. Is like that's one of those things that where I do get like a little tired of the game or bored of the game, where I don't feel kind of compelled to go back. Uh, but it's like you have ne- you don't have that at all, right? Mm. You, I feel like anytime I'm online on PS4, if you're not playing some, you know, if you're not playing Witcher or something, you're probably playing Rocket League. And I'm that's like right. ninety, and that's my that's gonna always be my guess when I see you pop up on my friends list. And I'm usually right. You're usually playing Rocket League. Yep, <laughs> I'm always on it, man. It's it's just so good. Um, like you said, like every game is different. It's wonderful. Um, so it. 
it's a game I can always come back to and spend 10 minutes. I could spend 20 minutes. I've spent eight hours in a, in a row playing Rocket League. I mean, it, 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 it doesn't matter. Like it just doesn't get old for me. So, uh, obviously it's better with friends. I have, I have other friends I play with, but, um, yeah, even so playing with randoms, it can be a lot of fun. So, um, and, and and I think with games like this, I, I think I, you know, I've been having fun, like tearing up some guys and, um, I haven't tried doubles yet. I've, I've played doubles with you, but I haven't played doubles, uh, with, with randoms. I don't know how it would go. So it'd be interesting. And I know like you hate that they say wrecked. Uh, that's like one of the, the pre-canned. Oh yeah. They have, they have the same pre-canned, uh, not the same, but they have the same kind of system where you use right. the D-pad, D-pad to do pre-canned options, say yeah. things. And one of them is wrecked. R E K T. Yeah, R-E-K-T, I just I don't know when yeah. I when I see that I just get so annoyed. That's probably yeah. You were getting pissed, pissed off, off the other night. You're just like, oh my god, will you stop saying wrecked? Yeah. God, I don't know why it bothers me. Off. Like, oh, that wrecked. You were so mad. <laughs> you were so. Mad. I was so mad. It was so frustrating. Wrecked. I just something about it just bothers wrecked. me. R E K T. It's like then we, then we lose the game, and you're like, we have to rematch. We have to rematch. Fuck, fuck this guy in his wrecked. God damn it. I can't. I can't stand it. <laughs> I dude, it was so fucking frustrating. I will say that one of the good things about this game too is like when you win, you feel very good, and when you lose, you feel so frustrated that you just feel compelled to continue. Like I just did. It, it, doesn't, right, it, it doesn't take long to play a match, so you don't. Yeah, it's nice and short. Yeah, that, like defeated, and and I think that's like the future of some of these type of like uh, uh, interactive sports games. Like you play a game of Madden, right? And, you, and it's based off of a real game even though it's a truncated game because a real game yeah. of football is going to take three hours and a game of madden is probably invariably going to take 40 to 40 minutes to an hour right like unless you like really cut down the time in which case then it's not even real and game even then if you cut yeah like you cut down like we used to cut down like three or four minute quarters it still just feels like a a long process it's and then you you know slog, like right it's a slog, and you have to choose plays, and it's just slower paced, right? Um, and yeah. the action—I think that's just a nature of foot, the game of, of like a standard game that's trying to simulate football, right? Is like the action's broken up um, by plays, by downs, and so yeah, I agree with you. I think that the more you know, as uh, as consumers and, and players are, are have so much like so much different things to do and to play. Um, it's uh, you, you got to grab their attention really quickly, right? And so I think these kind of games, like this Jam Rocket League, it's like you pick up and play. It's fun, like in the first five seconds, right, of playing somebody. It feels good, um, and then the match is over in five minutes, and you can do it again. And so I think, right. uh, yeah, I think that this is you know the the route they should go. And that's why I love you know all of these action these you know action based sports games. Is what I'm is is the the term that I'm coining here. Um, I hope right, we see right. in, in industry. Are you listening? He is coining yes. a genre for you. Okay. Action based sports, action based sports game. I don't know if that's the right term we should use. What you know would what? you I'm, call I'm, it? I'm, I'm, no, I'm letting it go. I'm, I'm letting it go. It's that that's <laughs> what it is. You, you've coined it. I'm not going to deny it. So I think I'm it sounds better than esports. I think we need to, I think we need oh, to, I think, uh, esports is a stupid, stupid name. It's almost it's, like a like I'm in a business and we have a department like e business. I think e business is just a stupid name and esports is a stupid name. Um, we can do better, guys. We can do better. Yeah, I think, we, I think we can. I think that uh, you know some as a society uh, we can do a whole lot. Was like, oh, these uh, these youngins are playing highly competitive video games. Oh, let's call it esports, electronic sports. It just sounds 
Yeah, it just it just it ugh. just has lame written all over it, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, but I don't think I don't think that's going to happen anytime yeah, soon. But oh well, not. I think probably actually, yeah, this game is going to make for an interesting esport. I don't know if it'll have again. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know if it'll hit those circuits. It, it might. Uh, we'll, I think we'll, it will we'll actually. I, I, you know what I actually want to do now is like you and I have been really playing the game. I've been kind of browsing the Disjam subreddit, but I'd love to see if there is some sort of like high level play. Um, and some some footage of I what like really so early before you see high level play. Like no, know. I bet you we'll see we'll see new stuff. But who knows? We we, we, know. we will. It's just so early right now. Like it hasn't even been out a week, and uh, you're talking about getting high level play. Uh, we're gonna get play. We're gonna people who are good. We've played people who are good. But in certain like, I wonder what high level play is actually going to look like. And I wonder if I'd be impressed. Like if you look at high level like Rocket League play, it is super impressive. Like oh my god. Uh, the, the the things these people are able to do and pull off like in a in a match is is incredible, um, and and I, I tip my cap to them because holy shit, uh, that's a supreme amount of skill. And I just like wonder where like the bar is set for skill for a game like this. Yeah, that's true. I, and, and again, I think because of the kind of different nature of the gameplay and the movement and how the disc moves, right? It, it, are you going to be able to have those kind of moments? Um, who knows? Well, hopefully, hopefully we'll see it. I'd love to see this kind of play. To, I'd love to see this game uh, get played in kind of competitive matches and competitive tournaments, and see what happens and see what comes of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I I definitely recommend this game. I think you know if you're a PlayStation Plus member, obviously it's included. So definitely download it in March. And even if yeah. if you are uh, playing on Steam or if you're a PC user. Uh, yeah, as you said, yeah, I looked it up. It's t- it's currently on sale for ten dollars, um, and then it'll be fifteen. It's totally worth ten or fifteen bucks for yeah, this absolutely. game. Absolutely, uh, just for the experience of it. It's 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 a fun game. Um, you know, on Steam, if you don't like it, you know, you can get a refund after two hours. You'll know within two hours whether you like it or not. Um, but on if you have a PlayStation Four, there's no reason not to pick it up. It's free. Uh, go ahead, download it and play it. Uh, we'll see you out there. It'll be it'll be fun. There, there's been server issues, but they're working on it. And um, yeah, there's there's no reason not to play it. You can pick up and play for like thirty minutes, twenty minutes, whatever. Uh, so yeah, by all means, give it a shot. Yep. All right, Devinder, it is time for you to do the outro. And so thank you so much for listening. And if you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. You can find us on Facebook at Breaking Board or on Twitter at Breaking Board 83. So until next time, this has been Breaking Board.